Hello, Americans. Stand by for news. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Classic Guitar Rock Daily Update. All the classic rock news of the day. With your host, Jeremy Lunnan. Hey, how are you? It's time for the uh, Classic Guitar Rock Daily Update. I'm Jeremy. I'm not the journalist you wanted or the journalist you deserved, but I'm the journalist you got. So thank you for joining me. Today is, what is it? It's Wednesday, February 28th, 2024, and let's hop right into it. Foreigner. Now, I might go off the rails a little bit because we're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is the biggest steaming pile of poop in the music business. But Foreigner, who is nominated to be inducted this year in said steaming pile of poop, institution rock and roll hall of fame um they got a little help they got a little help from sir paul mccartney who posted a video and uh, well you can find the video but he says quote foreigner not in the hall of fame what the f Paul McCartney, not known for a potty mouth. Shocking. Shocking and scandalous that he would say this. There's a, there's a connection between McCartney and Foreigner in that both of these folks have worked with uh, producer Mark Ronson. And Mark Ronson has been on a campaign to get Foreigner inducted. Foreigner should have been inducted 20 years ago. I mean, that's what's a joke. That this year they're being inducted after... Green Day and Missy Elliott and Nina Simone. I'm already getting, I got to move on. So Paul McCartney had, you know, posted this video uh, again, really cementing the fact that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a, a joke, but in support of Foreigner. Uh, Mick Ronson says that he, McCartney, sent me this video. Uh, that is his endorsement of Foreigner. But there's some stuff that you've never seen McCartney do before. I've never seen Paul McCartney curse. He's a knight. He is a knight, Sir Paul McCartney. Um, I don't want to be the first person to ever post a video of Paul McCartney dropping an F-bomb. Well, it's too late now. The video's been, <laughs> the video's been posted. But Foreigner, yeah. Uh, better late than never, I guess, but a complete joke that it's taken this long. And of course, they still haven't inducted uh, Kansas or Boston or Sticks. But again, Missy Elliott is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Nina Simone and Green Day. I don't know. 
I don't know what to do at this point. Uh, Def Leppard. <coughs> See, I get all choked up. Def Leppard <clears throat> will uh, be releasing their 40th anniversary of their star-making third album, Pyromania, with a massive reissue featuring previously unreleased tracks, live footage, and more. Pyromania was the album that really made them superstars, broke them on in MTV. Uh, and, and actually, I think they're a year late because I think it came out in 83. Is that right? Yeah, 1983. And it's a great album. Many folks will cite that as their favorite. My personal favorite Def Leppard album is actually High and Dry. But uh, Pyromania is a great album. And of course, Hysteria. I mean, that was just, I mean, that made them perhaps the biggest band of the 80s. Definitely in the top three, right? Huge album. But they're they're re-releasing the Pyromania, or they're releasing a special 40th anniversary. It's called Pyromania 40. It will arrive on April 26th in various formats, including a four-CD Blu-ray box, a one-LP half-speed master, a two-LP on black vinyl, two-LP colored vinyl, two-CD, and it will be avail uh, available digitally for fat guys in their basement who just want to spend more money on bands with, uh, you know, buying stuff that's all the same, but it's in different formats. I won't mention any names, but you can spend money on a various uh, things related to Def Leppard if you're a fan. By the way, speaking of Def Leppard, uh, I just bought tickets to see them in September. In my hometown, I'm in Spokane, Washington, so my wife and I will be going to see Def Leppard. But I got to tell you, I waited too long. So all that's left are nosebleed tickets. So we're going to be like 14 miles away. But I'm going. I'm still going to go. And here's what's fascinating about Def Leppard. And by the way, uh, this is foreshadowing. This is what I'm doing right now. By the way. We've got an email that came in today that's uh, that's about this, and I'm going to talk about this phenomenon. I I came across a, a clip from, uh, I think it was from fairly recent. Sammy Hagar's got a show on somewhere where he interviews people. Is that on the Axis channel? I don't know, but I see these clips all the time. He's interviewing Joe Elliott, lead singer of Def Leppard, of course. And... Joe makes this statement, which stunned me. It amazed me that, that this is true. He has no reason to lie. Why would he lie? He said that last year's tour, last year's Def Leppard tour, was the most successful tour the band has ever had. Okay? Bigger than Hysteria in 1988. Can you believe that? That's amazing. I'm not going to say anything else about it until we get to our email because it, it's all kind of wrapped together. But that's amazing. Last year's Def Leppard tour, the most successful tour they've ever had. They still sound really good. They do. They sound, their live sound is still real top notch, top notch. So looking forward to, uh, to that from the uh, low energy file. Original Queensryche frontman Jeff Tate says that it is a great idea for singers to rely on backing tracks to enhance their lead vocals during their concerts. There's been a lot of hoopla about this. 
uh, about bands using backing tracks over the last couple of years. And some people get really fired up about it. some people are like, no, that's a, that's misleading. It's cheating. Other people are kind of like, it's not that big a deal. So it's, it's kind of a landmine. You got to be careful with the topic. Craig F. Greg F. signing in says, seems like they are gaining even more popularity referring to Def Leppard. And again, I have some thoughts on that in the email portion of today's program. Um, what was I talking about? Jeff Tate. Have you guys heard my Jeff Tate impression, by the way? I've heard Jeff Tate, and I like Queensryche. I do. I love Queensryche. Uh, but Jeff Tate uh, is perhaps the most boring interview you'll ever hear. I heard him on uh, Eddie Trunk a year ago. So let me let me just for a minute give you some of my I will I will I will read this quote in character as Jeff Tate. Okay? So so here's how it sounds. So Jeff says it's a great idea for singers to rely on backing tracks to enhance their vocals. Tate addressed some rock acts reliance on pre-recorded tracks in a video message uploaded by the Sinkin, Sinkin, Sinkin Stanley YouTube channel. Not familiar with it. Asked for his opinion on singers using backing tracks for their lead vocals. The vocalist said, okay, here's the Jeff Tate impersonation. I think it's a great idea. I wish I would have thought about it sooner. Okay, so I mean that's spot on. Spot on impersonation of Jeff Tate. Uh, so he doesn't, he doesn't have a, pro oh, okay. Here's more open quote. I'm totally serious. I'm totally serious. It would make our job so much easier. Well, I can't dance, so I got to sing. Okay. So that, I mean, not only do you get the quote, but you get, I reenacted it. I reenacted the whole thing for you right there. Um, and traveling sideshow is chiming in. He said, har, he's boring. I knew it had to be something wrong with him. He's too perfect. <laughs> so I, I don't know. And again, I, I, I like Queens, right? But dude, you need to drink a Pepsi or, or a energy drink or something. It's all I could do to stay awake listening to this guy. And you could tell Eddie Trunk was like uncomfortable because there was no energy and it was boring and it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Well, let's see here. Legendary German American heavy metal Titans accept have shared the official music video for humanoid. So you can check out the new video. I haven't seen it yet. It's it's on YouTube. You can see it. It's a new video called Humanoid. So you might want to check that out. Um, Wolf Hoffman says, quote, the song plays with the omnipresent topic of artificial intelligence. In a strange way, we have entered exciting times now. This digital revolution has a huge impact probably bigger than anything humankind has ever gone through. The industrial revolution was huge, but this might be even bigger and we're just at the beginning of it. However, 
I'm also a little afraid that humanity gets lost and pushed aside in all this stuff. The song is pretty impactful and provoking. End quote. Again, all you got to do is listen to Metal Gods by Judas Priest. That's all you need to know about, about artificial intelligence. Okay? Be careful. Just be careful. From the clickbait file. Okay, so a little backstory here, guys. Here's, here's the process I go through as a journalist. Okay, to bring you cutting edge classic rock news every day. I get on my computer. I go to the usual suspects. I go to ultimate classic rock. I go to blabbermouth. I go to loudersound.com. There's a number of, of, uh, great sites that have great classic rock news. And I would, I would definitely recommend all those sites. There's another site that's kind of like the underbelly. It's kind of like the, uh, the National Enquirer or, or the Weekly World News of Classic Rock News. And that's a site called Metal Wani. I don't know what a Wani is. It's a Metal Wani, but they are the kings of clickbait. And I'm, I'm sharing this with, it's not a news story, and that's my whole point, as it is shared as news. Okay? Now, in their defense... This is something they posted like six months ago, and then another uh, aggregator reposted this as if it was new news. But I just, this is illustrative, demonstrative. It's an example of this clickbait that goes on. And here's the larger lesson. This doesn't only happen in classic rock. Right. This same type of thing happens with political news, with all kinds of news, sports. Sports is big time about this. And so I'm sharing this as a cautionary tale. Headlines can be very misleading, and it's all about getting the clicks. Okay, so here is here's the headline. Joey Belladonna gives green light to becoming Journey's new lead singer. Okay, so when you read that, what do you think? Oh my gosh, Journey's going to get a new lead singer. Where's where's Arnell going? Arnell's being replaced. They're going to have a new lead singer. So you open it up and read the story. And what you find out is Joey Belladonna, who was in Anthrax, and he's now in like a Journey tribute band. And he's actually pretty good. Here's the, here's the source of that headline. Here's the story. And he, and he just flat out, no one's ever talked to me about being in Journey. But I'd love to do it. <laughs> End of story. Okay. So based on that headline, I'm going to post a new headline for you. Jeremy Lennon gives green light to replacing Neil Peart in Rush and going on tour. I mean, there's a few problems that they haven't asked me and I don't play drums. But other than that, I give the green light to replacing Neil Peart in Rush. You heard it here first. All right. So we've got a, an email. And I want, with this email, I kind of want to tie in what uh, we talked about with Def Leppard. Remember, I just mentioned that Joe Elliott, Joe Elliott mentioned that last year's Def Leppard tour is the most successful tour they've ever had. 
bigger than the 1988 hysteria tour that lasted forever. And absolutely traveling sideshow. That was the whole, that was the whole, my sound is crapping out on me a little bit. I hope you guys aren't hearing that cut out. That was the whole point of me sharing that is that we got to be careful about the clickbait and not just in classic rock news, in sports and politics or whatever. Oftentimes it's all about the clicks. And when you actually open up the articles, you realize there's nothing there. Okay. Don't let them trick you. Let me read this. Let me read this email. All right. Right in the midst of the broadcast, technical problems. My mixer came unplugged. I had to do, I mean, it was, it was a crisis. I think I've got it fixed though. So let me get to this email. Someone doesn't want us to share this email. Someone is trying to block the free flow of information on the classic guitar rock daily update. So let me read the email. Hey, CGR. Love the podcast and daily updates. I have my thoughts on this question, but would be interested to hear what you think. Why is it that some of the most popular tours today are the old 80s bands like Journey, Heart, Def Leppard, etc.? Their music doesn't get played on radio, yet they still pack arenas. What do you think? This is from Sydney in Sydney. Okay. Sorry, I lost my breath. Troubleshooting. So let's let's think about this. Joe Elliott had a theory. He had a theory of why last year's tour, and in general, why they're still as popular or more popular than ever, even though radio doesn't play their new music. Okay? His theory was we had our audience, right? Mostly teenagers, folks in their early 20s. He said, then they grew up. They, they had kids, they had jobs. And so for 20, 30 years, they were doing other stuff. But now these same folks are getting Now they're into their 50s and their 60s. Their kids are growing up and leaving. And now they're coming back, right? And now they have that dis discretionary income that they can buy concert tickets and come see us. They can buy multiple versions of the Pyromania 40th. Um, so they're coming back. And I think there's some truth to that, right? Uh, empty nesters, they, what do they do? They go, to, they go out to concerts, right? So when my wife and I are seeing Def Leppard in, in the summer, we're going to be surrounded by a bunch of people just like us in our late 40s, 50s, early 60s that are going to see Def Leppard. But I think there's even more to it than that. And I've talked about this. I got some um, pushback from a lot of people when I said this on my whole problem with grunge, right? I don't, I don't hate grunge, but I'm, I'm not a huge fan. I prefer hair metal to grunge. A lot of people say, well, you know, hair metal was terrible and grunge. There's some truth to that. Yeah, there were some ridiculous hair metal bands. But here's why these old 80s bands are still super popular. The music of that era was more fun. I mean, it's as simple as that. It was more fun. Grunge came and it was very, 
it was darker and and there wasn't this show the 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 stagecraft right guys literally are wearing flannel shirts and holy jeans staring at their shoes all night there's no stage presence there's no show the music is a little darker and more depressing and and just sucked a lot of it sucked it wasn't fun and so i think people want to get away from the crap whether it's just constantly seeing bad news and political garbage they want to go have a good time for 2 hours and so you go see a deaf leopard right you go see a journey and and that's the great escape that music of the 70s and 80s provided that a lot of the music after didn't i mean there are exceptions there are some bands from the 90s or whatever that had good stuff but for the most part the 90s grunge was a downer and i i think that's the difference between the classic rock or even the hair metal or the pop rock whatever you want to call it people miss that era when music was just fun it wasn't political it wasn't try it was just it was fun and i think that's what people want to see that's my theory what do you guys think i'd love to hear your thoughts shoot me an email at classicguitarrock@mail.com and we'll talk about it greg f bought def leppard's first album on cassette when he was young my my very first def leppard album that i bought was actually high and dry on lp and then i went back and got on through the night on lp also but man i've played a lot of def leppard in my days thank you all for joining we'll do it all again tomorrow right here on the classic guitar rock update live long and prosper bye bye what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard thanks for listening you can email jeremy at classicguitarrock@mail.com everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it tune in each weekday for the classic guitar rock daily update